Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. We return to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Service for all brands of print equipment in your office? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E-X dot C-A on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Welcome back, everybody. It's 134 in Edmonton. Uh, we are going to go to our Oilers Now headliner. Bob Stoffer joining you from Fort Lauderdale. Our Oilers Now headliner brought to you daily by Wilhock Beef Jerky. It just might be the best you've ever tasted. Search for Wilhock, W-I-L-H-A-U-K today. The pride of Red Deer, Alberta. Hey, Red Deer. We are joined by Florida Panthers color analyst Randy Moeller on the River Cree Resort Casino Hotline. Hello, Randy. How you doing? Very good, Bob. I, I hear you're down in South Florida. You must be enjoying the weather a little bit down here. It's about the mid-80s. <laughs> we just sent a picture out uh, that Brendan tweeted from our account. So, uh, yeah, it's, you know, when we left Edmonton on uh, Monday, it was minus 18. And uh, when we got into Tampa Bay for this uh, beast of the southeast start for the Oilers road trip, it was uh, plus 28 Celsius. So kind of says it all. Tell me about this team, Randy. It's a pretty special squad you get to watch on a nightly basis, isn't it? Yeah, they've they've dropped the last couple of games, but uh, yeah, the Panthers have have had a phenomenal year, and and their star players, I think it just goes to show that they have a lot of depth, and their star players have played like stars, and led by Jonathan Huberdeau, who right now leads in NHL in points and that, but uh, I think it's the the strength, the depth of this team, and the goaltending of Sergei Bobrovsky. Bobrovsky's 14-2-1 in his last 17 games, and so they're getting they're getting a lot of production, even though uh, their power play is kind of hit or miss, and and their penalty killing has uh, has had some bad stretches as well. But it's an exciting team. The fans love the pace. They're the, the I believe the quickest team, the quickest transition team. The pace they lead the NHL and chances off the rush, and uh, that's been since the start of the season. They got off to a great start and that, and they've continued on. They like playing with each other. They know they have depth, uh, and they can come at you with, with waves. The only thing and what can get this team in trouble is, and is what's, what kind of exposed them the last couple of games is even though they're averaging well over 40 shots a game, lots of chances, but when they don't have possession of the puck, sometimes they get caught out of position and, and, and allow some good scoring chances against them. That's something, one of those small areas that they have to work on to be more consistent and continue to win consistently. But Overall, it's been a great year uh, for Aaron Ekblad's having a career year. Alexander Barkov, you can just go down for Hagee, uh, Sam Reinhardt. Uh, it, it goes. Uh, Sam Bennett has played so well for the Mason for the team. Uh, but the, 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 tie it all in. It's it's the depth of this team, the four lines, the six defensemen that they throw out every night that uh, has the offensive capabilities to to score goals and create that offense. That's been very very positive. So you know Bill Zito interviewed for the Edmonton job, uh, and he was a little bit unheralded and under the radar at the time. Um, what changed here over because the the Panthers, you know, they were they they were building they had a lot of good draft picks, but something changed over the course of the last couple of years here with this organization. And you know this team as well as anybody. You've been here forever. Uh, as a broadcaster, I mean, you've, you finished your NHL career here in Florida. What changed, do you think, Randy? 
Well, the, the, the nucleus was here. You know, the Barkoff, Huberdos, uh, Ekblads, Uyghurs, um, the draft picks uh, that they've had, that Sergei Bobrovsky they acquired, you know, four years ago, and, and that. But what Bill Zito and his management uh, staff, when they first came in, they really they really hit on some of the transactions of, you know, signing a Carter Verhage and bringing him in and, and the moves that they made and Anthony Duclair and um, they got Gustav Forsling off of waivers from Carolina. They were loaded and we were fortunate to pick him up off of waivers. Well, he's a top four defenseman. There's just so many moves that they, they have made, that, that even the, the uh, Ryan Lomberg, uh, who they sign as a free agent, and he brings energy on a nightly basis. Uh, and that uh, uh, Patrick Hornquist, and that it goes on and on. And, and uh, I don't think I've ever seen it, Bob, in, in my 40-some years in the NHL where uh, a general manager and a management team, that uh, the moves that they've made, um, we all know that the, a lot of them are hit or miss, and that's why you know you take the chance. But he has been about 90-10 with the moves that he has made and it's to the benefit of this team. I've, I've never really seen anything like that before. Well, I we had him on when you guys were up in Edmonton earlier this year, Bill on, and I mentioned specifically Mason Marchment and Carter Varaghi, and this is before Marchment went supersonic, gin and tonic. But to me, one of the things they did is they targeted guys that were really good minor league guys that had some bite in their game that were on the precipice of taking the next step. And a lot of times what happens, Randy, with organizations is they want to bet on sure things instead of maybe, maybe taking a swing uh, you know, betting on what a guy has done instead of on what a guy might do. You think that might be part of it with what's happened here? Yeah, I think so. I think, Bob, I think that's you, you, your caption of it is is, is uh, right on. That uh, And perfect example is the two names that you, that you mentioned. Well, the three names, uh, Carter Verhage in Tampa with everybody knows how loaded they are up front and his ice time was limited and uh, just tough to break in to the lineup and, and get the quality ice time on a nightly basis. Same thing, Marchman was, uh, had success with the Marlies and, and they really felt that uh, there was a lot of upside. Same thing with Gustav Forsling. Um, I mean, even, even bringing in a guy like Radko Gudis, who, you know, uh, stay-at-home defenseman, a physical presence. I mean, he has flourished down here as well and leads the NHL in hits and for the last couple of years and that. So you tie it all in together. But, no, it definitely takes confidence. So you gotta, you got to trust your instincts and, and, uh, and with your staff that, and your management staff who scout and watch these young players and, Maybe there's there's one that can be available that can't that's really not maybe can't fit in or doesn't fit in with their with their current team and and if you can get them without giving up too much of your own assets and that and then and then the biggest thing Bob that I want to mention is I think why the Panthers have had the success and they're one of the the upper echelon teams in the NHL. It's one thing to to uh, acquire talent and players, but it's another to put them in a position put them in a position where it's an opportunity for them to succeed. And then it's up to the player. And the Panthers, I think, have gotten an A-plus grade on that. The players that they brought in, they've given them them a chance uh, to show their wares, put them in positions, not burying guys on the fourth line or sit them out for 10 games in a row or defensemen not playing. Give them an opportunity to play. Yulevi's another one uh, that they acquired uh, from Vancouver, very high draft pick. 
they're giving him an opportunity to see if he can fit in and, and that he's got the, a lot of upside, high, high uh, draft pick and that. These, these are the type of tendencies and the type of things that they've established here in Florida. And I, I think it's, it's, it's been very, very well received. Uh, you already gave up the number one to get Reinhardt uh, with Devin uh, Levi in that deal. Um, tell me this, uh, just as we wrap up here, is there anything that they need from a trade perspective between now and the, the deadline? Well, there's a lot of chatter out there, Bob. You know, they, they, well, Panthers are looking for a better defense one. Well, guess what? <laughs> there's 15 other teams that are looking for a better defenseman going down the stretch. Either you're a playoff team or you're trying to hit the playoffs uh, and that. So that, that chatters around and that. I, I, I think, uh, and, you know, I'm sorry I don't have uh, any blockbuster revelations and that, but I know that, that, like every team, they've got their eyes and their ears open. There's a lot of conversation. Conversations, but I, I, I want to say this, and Bill Zito has said this a number of times. They like the makeup of this team, they like the chemistry of this team, and they love playing with each other, and they support each other, and they've got a good group here, and it's a great dressing room. Um, you got to be very careful if you start tinkering with that, and um, whether they do, uh, we'll see. Um, and then, of course, the implications, short term and long term, as far as cap caps and and uh availability and, and roster spots down the road so there's a lot to consider but uh i bill zito has, has said and his management team has said that hey if we have an opportunity to continue to improve our team uh in a way that we feel that would be justified we will explore every opportunity no different than any other team all right final one and we got to do this because john chapman uh was your coach the first time i, I kind of remember you was watching the battle of quebec and you were involved in the i think it was called the good friday massacre uh back of the height and i love the nordiques they could score and they were a tough team too uh but just the impact that uh, chappy had on the course of your career to help you get to the nhl oh uh, unbelievable uh i wouldn't be uh talking to you today without uh, john chapman I, I was a 15 16 year old kid when i played for the rustlers and he took me under his wing and and showed me you know what it takes to be a player and and the maturity not only on on the ice but off the ice as well we butted heads uh, there was a lot of discipline being handed out but you learn you learn to respect the game you learn to respect society and and uh uh, and and the society that you work in and and and, and it set some goals in that Chappie was uh, very influential um and i've always thanked him and i've always been very appreciative of, of what he's done not only for me but there's a lot of players that have went on and not only had success in the nhl but also to success away from the game they they learned how to be a gentleman and how to be a good good person in the community and john chapman had a lot of effect on a lot of players and they learned how to be tough, too. Randy, we'll see you tomorrow at the rink. <laughs> yeah. All right. Always, always a pleasure, Bob. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, enjoy that Zoom call. That is uh, Randy Moeller, longtime analyst uh, for the Florida Panthers. He's even done some of their play-by-play over the years. It is 144 in Edmonton. We'll take a quick timeout. You're listening to Oilers Now. Hi, this is Zach Cassian from your Edmonton Oilers, and you're listening to Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer on 630 Chad. There was 
a lot of good in that game in Tampa Bay, and, and we tried to mine that game for a lot of the good uh, things that the team did. Um, that said, um, there were moments that we can be better, and, and that was the message here today, was that uh, we know we can be better in certain moments, and, and we know we can go a little bit farther here uh, in terms of uh, pushing uh, our pace of play, pushing our details, and had a good practice today, and we're prepared uh, to play a very good team in the Florida Panthers tomorrow afternoon. That is Jay Woodcroft. Uh, it is, what time is it right now? It's 147 in Edmonton. To the Oilers Now lineup report brought to you by Craig Hummel at Remax Excellence. Find your dream home. Sell your old home. Uh, sold today, Edmonton.ca. Ryan McLeod remained on the line with Connor McDavid and Zach Hyman. Hyman's got five goals, eight points in his last five games. McDavid, uh, since uh, Jay Woodcroft has become head coach, has 12 points and is plus five in the seven games. Uh, Leon Drysaddle, seven games with Woodcroft as head coach, has nine points and is plus eight. Uh, Drysaddle was centering Kane and Yamamoto, RH with Fogel and Derek Ryan. Uh, there was a lot of good in the last game. That's what Jay Woodcroft said. That leads me to believe we'll see Shore and Benson in against. Um, Florida. Now, that said, we should mention Colton Seaver did play for the Florida Panthers. Uh, the orders, will, I fully expect them to go 11 and 7. Nurse with Barry, Lagason and Cece, Niemelein and Broberg, and Bouchard. Uh, Darnell Nurse playing 26 13 per game. And expected starter for me is Miko Koskinen, 17 8 and 2, a 3.13 goals against average, 899 save percentage. Okay. Uh, we will tell you. Here on Oilers Now, that cars cost less in Wetaskiwin. Brent Ridge Ford and Wetaskiwin are 10-time President's Award winners for customer satisfaction. Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang, it's this simple. They take care of you. And right now, the best way to get a vehicle is to custom order one. Discounts are currently available from both Brent Ridge Ford and Ford Motor Company on most custom orders. Get the exact equipment and colors you want. Reach out, again, to Uncle Milt, Rich, Johnny, and the gang. They hooked up uh, yours truly, uh, Cam Moon, and they can look after you at one eight seven seven four seven seven thirty six seventy three or visit brentridge.com. We'll tell you, Royal Pizza, Pizza Pass, and so much more. Edmonton owned and operated for over 50 plus years for a menu and a list there are 15 Edmonton and area locations go online at royalpizza.ca or download the Royal Pizza app from the App Store the Stoffer recommendation is the Mediterranean Chicken Brendan Escott's a, a fan of the Texans now are you still a fan of the Houston Texans or are you about ready to give up on that NFL squad oh, Brendan? I gave up about a year ago there's that front office situation Bob it's a mess it's nothing to cheer about is the former preacher who's the spiritual advisor to the owner is he still in the mix there or is he out no no he's he's still very much in in control of the reins uh it's it's bizarre <laughs> it's bizarre yeah, if it, you well, haven't checked out the sports illustrated piece that broke that whole situation down i reckon no 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 i, re I read it but I, I thought maybe they'd since moved on from him uh, let's go to this day in Oilers history for New West travel. Looking for a great Oilers road trip, fly nonstop to Nashville with Flair Airlines to watch the Oilers play the Predators for $1,750. You can reach out to newwesttravel.com or go online. Again, newwesttravel.com. We're going to go back to 33 years ago today in 1989. What do you got, Brendan? Greg Simpson pots a hat trick on home ice to lift the Oilers over the Blues by a score of 5-3. to three. Yari Curry and Glenn Anderson had uh, the other goals while Dave Brown, Jimmy Carson and Essa Tickin and all two assists apiece. 
All right. Uh, now, in 89, the Oilers ultimately lost to the great one, Wayne Gretzky, in seven uh, as the Kings came back from 3-1. But then the Oilers uh, came back from Winnipeg on 3-1 in 1990 and then vanquished the Kings in four straight in 90, beat the Kings in 91 and 92 in six games both times. Brian says, Bob, can we stop with this Markstrom stuff and how we missed out? Can you tell me how honestly we'd want him here and what was the rumored offered seven times 6.5? No, the Oilers' offer was seven years at five and he went to Calgary six times six. Uh, this is a huge part of why Calgary's going to lose long-term, says Brian. They'll lose one or more of Goodrow, Kachuk, and Majipani. Well, they're going to lose one of those guys. My guess is the guy they lose is Goodrow. I believe they'll get Kachuk and Majipani signed to a long-term deal. Though Rich Winter has indicated that he might want to do a short-term deal on Majipani. Uh, by the way, Rich has got... Uh, uh, Slater Cuckoo, he's taking a little personal leave time away, not playing for Bakersfield, uh, who uh, blew out San Jose Barracuda the other night. Edmonton Oil Kings tonight at home against Connor Bedard and the Regina Pats. Uh, and you can keep texting us at 780-496-0063. Armpit says, Bob, you should have told Randy, uh, high from Sylvan Lake, where the lake is as cold as the Oilers goaltending currently is. That one is... Uh, uh, comes to us from Armpit. Meanwhile, Ryan on the Ashley Fine Floors text line from Stoney says, Bob, Stuart Skinner is a 913 this year, while Koskinen and Smith are sub 900. What happened to earning playing time? To the heck with hurting a veteran's feelings. Play the better guy. That one comes to us from Ryan from Stoney. Um, well, I would say that Skinner maybe got a couple favorable starts along the way. Like he, you know, uh, but it's hard not to argue with what you know, I think Oilers fans should be legitimately excited about Stuart Skinner. As a, I'm not saying he's going to be a top 10 NHL goaltender, but he's tracking like a guy next year who could play 20 to 25 games for Edmonton. And by the time he's 26 or 27, he's 23 right now. You know, could he be a full-time starter? Why not? Why not? Again, you can text us at any time at 780-496- <laughs> Zero, zero, threes. Oh, Hacksaw Jim, I can't read this text, but it's far too funny. There you go. Uh, again, you can, uh, and, and there's one tough start that Skinner's had, and that was, I believe, at home against the uh, Ottawa uh, Senators. So there you have it. Here we go. Uh, we will uh, tell you this, that guests on the show risk gift certificates to Japanese Village. Open a survey at any one of their five Edmonton and area locations featuring Alberta's own Brent Lake Wagyu. Visit jvedmonton.ca. All right. Uh, tonight, Reed Wilkins has Inside Sports. Brendan Escott, what's he got shaking? You will hear a one-on-one -on -one with Oilers defenseman Cody Ceci, as well as play-by-play -play man uh, Cam Moon. And 2022 Olympic bronze medalist in Monobob, the new event, Christine De Bruyne of uh, Stony Plain. Probably the most, uh, second most famous De Bruyne out there on the planet. Seems to me that there's a, a pretty good one that plays for Belgium in soccer. All right, uh, tomorrow and Sunday, doubleheader for the Oilers in this uh, brutal trip down to the southeast against the three beasts. The Oilers and the Panthers from Florida face-off show at 9 a.m. Puck drop at 10.30. Then Sunday, we got 11 a.m. Puck drop against the Carolina Hurricanes. Monday, Jay Woodcroft will be one of our guests joining us on Oilers Now, Oilers head coach. Up next, the Global News Weather Traffic Update with Eileen Bell, followed by Rob Breckenridge from 2 to 3, and then 6.30 Chet Afternoons with guest host Ted 
Henley. Have a fantastic Friday, everybody, and so long from Oilers Now from Florida. Back at you tomorrow morning early, 9 a.m. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer, Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad.